This is the OMFL. You can't touch this. And you're in the mix with kind of real name. Here's another OMFL production. Welcome to Press Pass Live, your weekly, pseudo-weekly, it's been weekly up to about two weeks ago, podcast show for the OMFL. Thank you for tuning in. I am your guest, the commissioner, the founder of the Grown Folks Online Community and of the OMFL, Kind of Real Nate. Thank you so much for joining us today. And as always, I got my buddy D. Wayne with me. Mr. D. Wayne, how are you doing on a random Monday afternoon that we both just happen to have time to do this? Uh, it's good. It's relaxing after a long, wet work weekend. It's a it's a nice, mostly beautiful day in South Arkansas, so I can't complain today. Yeah, we have had quite a go at it recently, trying to find times that would uh, work for um, us to do these podcasts. And we're already into week four, and we have yet to do a prediction show or anything. It's just been really, really crazy. This happens. It gets tougher during the summer, but my life has been crazy with everything. And uh, yeah, it's just been tough, but we will get back into a routine here very, very soon. And uh, we definitely wanted to make sure that we were intentional and got you a show out. Um, So let's just jump right into it, man. I cannot believe season 84. Yeah, it's 84. Like I'm, I'm already confused by what season we're in. That's how fast these things are going. Season 84 is already greatly upon us. And we had a guest set up for the show, but because we had to move the times and kind of impromptu we have an impromptu guest and so here's what we're going to do we're going to spend five good minutes with our green bay packers owner the man mr priest we always have him on the draft show he's always entertaining and you're just never quite sure what priest is going to do he's been posting videos of turtles humping and birds eating all kinds of stuff he's been on vacation and a little getaway uh, it's just been it's been interesting to follow Mr. Priest over the past week. So let me welcome in our buddy Priest. How you doing today, bud? Good, good. Thanks for having me in here, Nate. It's, uh, it's a pleasure. So we're going to spend five good minutes with him talking about the Green Bay Packers. Off to a little bit of a rough start, but how many of these games have you been around for? Have you been around for all of them, or have you had to have some CPU games here? I've I've been around for for all of them. It's just I had to the one of them. I was on a different TV. I actually bought a TV because the place didn't have a TV, so it was really tiny. See, look at the commitment there. My buddy bought a TV <laughs> on vacation with his PlayStation to get these games in. Your Packers are sitting at 1-3, and three, a little bit of a rough start here, but you've you've done a, a little bit of a rebuild. You've kind of had to go into rebuild mode as this team got older on you really, really quickly. So let's talk about your Green Bay Packers. You're sitting third place right now. The Chicago Bears are leading that division at 2-1. and one. Detroit Lions at 2-1. and one. Your Packers at 1-3, and three. and then the Minnesota Vikings at 0-3. Um, he's had a rough go at it uh, just with his schedule and, and different things. So let's talk about your Packers. What's up with this rough start? Like what has gotten us to 1-3 and, and what are we going to do about it? 
Well, it's Madden. Um, the, the, the interceptions kill me. You know, um, I focused that against the Eagles. Um, he got the interceptions instead of me. Um, Kevin King went off on him, though. That's just Madden for you. But Aaron Rodgers finally had a good game. He, You know, I find I found in my week four game against the Eagles, instead of my week two, one, two, and three were, in one, two, and three, I was just dropping directly back with Aaron Rodgers and just throwing it before getting sacked. But in while playing the Eagles, I would drop back, but then I would sense the pressure and use my pocket step forward and had an amazing game. So I'm hopefully hoping that if I keep doing that, that instead of throwing interceptions, you know, get that, that read two or three option out of the receivers. Now, D-Wayne, I know that this is impromptu, but we're just going to rapid fire a little back and forth here. So what do you got for our buddy, Mr. Priest? Yeah, I was looking at some of the stats from that Eagles game, and like I said, Rodgers, four touchdowns, a pick, you know, like 75% passing. But I know, Priest, your bread and butter, especially when you were having real success, if I'm not mistaken, last Madden, when you ran the ball so well. Yeah. Uh, if you, you know, and I see you're dedicating to the run. Like I said, you had two running backs, had over 15 carries each. Um, has, the, has the run success not been there? Or, like I, said, I know King played a big part in you beating the Eagles, and like I said, you, you pass better, you sense that pressure. Uh, but your running game, I know you, you live off of running that ball, and then guys, you know, they stack the box against you, and then you just tear them apart with Rodgers. How, what, what's been the success or not success with your running game so far? Um, my, my goal every game is 30 touches. I'm going to get 15 for each halfback because both my halfbacks I like. Um, even if I'm not, the key is – even if you're only getting one yard, you need to do it again. Because, you know, eventually they're going to break out. If they give me five yards of snap, I'm happy. I'm happy with three, four yards of snap. Um, right. It's the key is to keep grinding it out. Like, you got to run. If you don't have a running game, you're not going to win. Right. Because um, you're just going to throw interceptions all game. Um, but I just find, you know, you just grind it out. Even if it's not working, it's eventually going to work. That's the great thing. Of, that's probably the only good thing about this Madden is you can run a run play, and if it doesn't work, you know, it's going to work better because your own line is supposed to learn as the game goes on. So, uh, right. Right. <laughs> well, one of the biggest right. things that I noticed in your Eagles game is just the amount of plays that you ran. I mean, you had 20, uh, was it 32 rushes from your two main running backs and then another two from McKinley. So, almost 35 rushes there. And then Rogers still threw the ball 25 times. I mean, you're talking almost 60 plays on offense. Why were you able to get so many plays on offense? Uh, I think if you guys have that up, check the first down. I, I had yeah. an amazing first down. I think I was like 8 for 12 on third down. Conversion. Yeah, you've 67% on third downs. Yeah. In this. Uh, that, that's a big key. If you can get first downs, you're, you're going to compete with anybody, I, I think, anyway. Like I said, only giving up one sack. I know you talked about taking sacks, Rogers throwing interceptions. You only take one sack. You only give the ball away twice, and only one of them get an interception. That interception really shouldn't have happened. I, I I played smart the whole game, and then he threw a quick interception on me. He, like he started to come back, and I'm like, well, because I went, I was up on him the whole game, and I went, you know, running mode. I wasn't looking for more points. So I kind of laid back, but then he started to come back. So I'm like, well, shit, you know, I'm going to throw up a little bomb. And, of course, he picked it. <laughs> right. That's, that's, that's... I just stayed in my set of mind and kept running the ball. But, you know, you learn. 
I, I guess I, I want to ask about the two-headed monster, right? You have always been a guy that prides himself on the running game and finding that one stud. And this year, so far, this Madden, really, you've been kind of bouncing around trying to find that one guy. Do you feel like the two-headed monster is the way your team's going to go, or is there going to be one guy that come, comes out of that pack and really becomes the leader of your team? No, I I, uh, I prefer the two-headed monster. I got that from uh, Brady. Brady loves his, his two backs. He even goes three backs sometimes. Like, if you can have two backs that are going to get 15 carries to 80 to 100 yards a piece, you're laughing. You know, your your game is set up for you right there, I think. Right. But you look but at, I, if that happens, that's the key. <laughs> well, I was looking at your stats. I mean, look at Max Thunder's had almost 700 yards the last two seasons. And I think a heart sale has had over 1,000 yards the last three seasons or over 1,100 yards. I mean, that's that's pretty good disparity right there, two big backs. Um Man, I'd let them guys keep rolling. I think that's your recipe for success, especially if King can get three interceptions every game for you. I think you win every game. Well, him, uh, Sherman, Sherman is playing well as well. I brought some some older guy in there. I think he fits well. And then I got my mm-hmm. – I started my rookie receiver at receiver two, and he's actually – you know, he's, he's fast, and I, and I thought that's all he was going to be, but he actually catches the ball. Um, he is short, so I have thrown some picks his way because – you know, he's just short. So if you have right. a deep follow than him, it's he's got to run a good route to get her get a reception. But I think he has like five touchdowns so far this year, so he's doing well. Well, what do you think about your division as a whole? I mean, I know that you know the Bears. You know, they won it last year. Uh, the Vikings came in, man. They picked up a lot of firepower this all season. Hasn't quite panned out for him yet. Uh, and then you got your lines and, and double zero over there. Uh, what do you think about your division as a whole? Well, everybody knows with the NFC, where we just we battle and we fight. It's pretty much between each other. I think most of us, if you went back to every single game, we're probably 500. Um, it's a battle. Anybody can come out on top. The Packers haven't been there in a while, but we're due. Hopefully, we can take last game and keep rolling on. We got the Patriots next, and then I believe the Bears. So, and the next two games, will hopefully we can put ourselves back to 500. Now, that's going to bring it to my last question. You've got uh, the Patriots, the Vikings, and then it looks like the Jets, and then a little bye week. How do you turn this season around? How do we get back on track, and how do you compete for that NFC Central title? Um, just, you know, do the same schemes that I did against the Eagles. Um, step into the pocket. Don't drop back from the pocket because that's where you get sacked most of the time. It's just hard sometimes. You know, you got – just the way Madden is, um, you just follow the scheme, and I, and I should be hopefully win the next three games and put myself over 500, put me in a better spot to to go for that division. Uh, D-Wayne, you want to bring us home? You got anything else for our bud? Yeah, sorry. I heard a weird buzz. I don't know what that yeah, was. I think somebody's phone um, went off. <laughs> I'm, I'm talking to some of my football players that are trying out for offense. So there you go. Yeah, I was going to ask you. I knew you. Uh, congratulations. You. I know it's a little bit off the OMFL topic, but I know you said that uh, you got offered and took offensive coordinator position with your Imperials. Um, yeah. You going to incorporate any of your OMFL offense into that offense or vice versa? Um, I'm a run first guy, um, but I'm, I'm out of a spread, so it's all speed, um, reaction, other way. Um, it'll be fun. I got, I got a lot of speed to work with, with these older guys, so it's going to be fun. 
And one more, uh, if are you going to ride Rodgers out? I, you know, I was looking at his contract. Are you going to ride Rodgers out the rest of the cycle as your quarterback, or are you going to look for somebody young this next draft? Um, Rodgers will be there until he goes, but uh, we, we do have a new – I don't know in this – I know Nate put a new cycle in for this the draft. So I'm not, if there's a QB there. there lands, this is a very QB-heavy draft, like yeah. very, very heavy. <laughs> I might take one if uh, if he's there. Uh, guys will be getting starting quarterbacks in the fourth and fifth round. I, I just, uh, you know, um, I, we'll there are some really good players. Glance to me though, DJ Metcalf. He wants to play for the Packers. I know that's right. Well, let's try not to incorporate all these in- interceptions into your real life team. Let's try to avoid those. I, but I hope not. Well, Mr. Priest, we'll pull him for you. You're one of our favorite guys here. And uh, look, when the Packers are, are playing better football and when the Packers are winning, it just makes uh, for a much better NFC. So, look, we're looking for you to turn those Packers around this season. So let's get to it. All right, sounds good. Thanks for having me on, guys. Thanks, Priest, for a little impromptu five minutes. There you have it. Some time with Mr. Priest of the Green Bay Packers. Always an entertaining guy. Uh, I Priest is one of the few guys usually – um, when you play games, I'm on my mic usually, um, and then every now and then the other owner will be on his mic. Uh, doesn't happen often, but most guys, when that happens, I gotta I gotta log off because I'm like I just can't I, I can't do this. I, I get a little too into the games, and I can't listen to the other guy, and I can't have a banter back and forth because um, sometimes you're right. Like I'm like everybody, you get caught in the heat of the moment, and you're like, really? Like what the hell? And and like I, I don't. It's not a personal thing. It's just like you're in the game, right? And then after you get to right. step out of the game, you can cool off. Priest is one of the few guys though I can actually talk with while I play. Um, he's the only guy I think that I can actually talk to while I play uh, because he just doesn't take himself too seriously. And um, you know, when I call him out on stuff, he doesn't take it too seriously. So uh, look, the Green Bay Packers make for a better OMFL when they're winning, and it's time for them to get back to their winning ways, but he's got to figure out a way to keep those interceptions down. Interceptions down, win. Interceptions up, lose. It's a pretty simple concept. Well, let's look at some games. We're here. Uh, it's already, uh, what is it? I don't know, week three? Week four, week four. Because, um, yeah, we just got into week four, and it seems like all games but one or two are already played. Um, so let's talk about it. Let's talk about your favorite games, week one, two, or three, or four. What was your favorite game up to this point here in season 84? Uh, I'm going to go back to week two. And it's a AFC East battle, the Bills upset and i say upset because the jets just came out of all my field bowl appearance they upset the jets 38 to 35 uh big game for uh josh and his bills uh he came in here and, you know he, he really i don't really know if he's running as much option as he tried to do last year but he came in this game and christy has really had a hard time passing for him the last few years but he came in this game he had four touchdown passes on i think that's about 65 percent pass and 230 yards cohen and uh, abdullah combined for you know uh 37 carries for almost 200 yards and a touchdown. Crazy. Uh, Knox, second-year receiver that, you know, I think got a Pro Bowl nomination last year, really close. He had four catches, 99 yards, and four touchdowns. He made every catch count. Um, You keep going down here. He had a couple sacks, Yarbrough and Ingram. Uh, But this is a big game to me just because the Jets come in, in my opinion, were such a heavy favorite in the AFC East. Uh, The start of the season, 0-2. They have won two games since to go to 2-2. Um, but they, they came into the saying to me they were just such big 
you know, favorites after coming such dominance last year, being, if I'm not mistaken, the number one or number two seed in the in the whole – I think they were number two seed in the AFC. Yep. Um, played dominant, dominant. I think they were number year. one. I could be wrong about that, but I think they might have gotten that number one seed. I, I knew they were one or two. They were one of them. I knew they had to buy – uh, he played so dominant last year. And like I said, came out the gate, fell flat on his face these first two games. I mean, this ain't no knock. Josh is a really good team. Uh, but I think if you ask most owners, I think they'd have picked the Jets in this one. But you got to give credit to the Bills here. Played a great game. Very efficient. Probably one of his best passing games he's had with Christie. Uh, ran the ball well. If you go over to the Jets, didn't play horrible football. Just too many turnovers. Decker had two, tur- uh, two interceptions thrown, 300 yards receiving. Uh, I mean, uh, passing. But this is a telltale here is the rushing stats. Ajayi, Conway, and Decker combined for like 60 yards on 16 carries. Uh, that's just not Jets football. He likes to grind it out, likes to run the ball. He didn't have a single run over 10 yards this whole game. Um, Maybe passed the ball. He turned it over. I've always said that. If you make somebody pass the ball a ton of times, uh, they'll turn the ball over. And this game was just a great game to me. I did watch part of it. I didn't get to watch all of it. It was just a really good game. I think it's a, a, a marquee win for Josh. Keeps him in this race. I think, if I'm not mistaken, the AFC East is the Dolphins are three and one. Pays at Pats at two and two. Jets two and two. Bills at one and two. I think the Bills play later today. Uh, he's kept himself in the race that win. I mean, it's still early in the season, but you know, if he don't win that game, he's zero and three. And with some of those great teams in his division, he might not be able to come back. Uh, I think that's a great win for the Bills, and that was a. It might have been a wake up call for the Jets because they they won the last two games. Uh, but to me, that's a really great game. I do like seeing, and you were talking about you like seeing Priest and the Packers win is good for MFL, uh, OMFL. I like to see all teams win. I know everybody can't win, but this is a big, big game for Josh to win that game, uh, and that's my pick right there. Week two, Bills over the Jets in a surprising upset early this season. Yeah, we're getting a little feedback on your mic. I don't know if there's maybe a loose wire that's not plugged in or something. Normally, I don't get any feedback on yours, but it's uh, it's popping a little bit. Um, so, I don't know. Maybe you might want to check your settings. It might be turned up. It might be a little too hot, and that might be why it's popping. Um, I want to talk about the Arizona Cardinals. Week three against the Seattle Seahawks, they get a 23-22 to victory. He's won his last two games combined by two points. One point against Seattle in week three, one point against my team in week four. Um, look, this was the Mo versus Mo action, and, and Mo for the Cardinals needs this kind of win to compete in this division. Mo with the Seahawks have, has kind of owned this division for a while. Um, it's went from a three-man race to kind of a two-man race as Cooley has taken over the 49ers, and he's trying to learn like how to um, – build his team here in the OMFL to really compete with the different rules and the different style, the settings, all that stuff. Cooley will get there. It will be a three-man race. I still think it can be a four-man race because I, I still do believe in crazy and the Rams. But right now, it really is a two-man race between these two teams, and this is the kind of victory that the Cardinals need if they're going to compete in this league. Now, look, the knock against the Cardinals has been his crashing. He still struggles with that. I will admit, in my game, he did it early. I asked him to back off. He did. He immediately changed from the moment I asked him to back off. Um, here's the thing that's frustrating about when you play the Cardinals, and it, it's he's not doing anything at all. It's just the way Mad 19 plays. You and I were kind of talking about this before it started, and that's user-controlled players react faster than they would if they were CPU-controlled. And so when I played him, and I didn't watch this game live, but I can see that Wilson threw three interceptions, um, you can trick him. He plays the safety, the free safety position. You can trick him on a play-action pass, 
But he tricks you back because when you, your guys open, your receivers open over the top because he's user-controlled, he gathers himself so quickly and recovers so quickly. Like he covers like a 10-yard gap instantly and gets an interception on a play that if it was a CPU player would not be able to recover. And he got me twice like that. Uh, both plays, I sucked him up with a play action. In real life, there's no way his safety's making that play. If it was a CPU player, there's no way his safety's making that play. I've got a big play over the top. Uh, but because he's user-controlled, he hits that speed burst and instantly recovers, and what you think is an easy, long completion becomes an interception pretty quickly. Um, and I learned a lesson. I will completely play different whenever I'm playing user-safety players. Now, he moved around in my game a little bit, um, which makes – I always find guys that move around makes it a little bit more difficult because you can't really hone in on how you're going to attack him. Um, but this was a big victory for him. You can see Rosen throws four picks, but that defense for the Cardinals picks off Wilson three times. Almost copy, cut, paste in my game against him. Rosen kind of had some struggles, but mid made big plays down the stretch, and his defense um, just cost me into some really, really big plays. You can run the ball against the Cardinals, but uh, he also plays in such a way where you, you – you, you have to push that passing game. You can't just run the ball, you know, 90% of the time. You, you got to find some passing lanes, and the Cardinals make it really, really difficult. DJ Moore with a big reception. One reception, 73 yards. He does not spam DJ Moore, but, man, he really pushes you. He makes you pay attention to where he's at, and he really forces you to, to know where's DJ Moore at all plays. He moves him around. He puts him in the slot someplace. In, in my game against him, he had him in the slot for a, uh, a long play on a seam route right down the middle. I had read the play, but but Moore made the reception for a big play that set up the game winner, um, and that's what evidently happened here. A big play for him uh, of 73 yards with the touchdown that was Rosen's only touchdown on the day. My worry for the Cardinals long term is they play such great defense. He's a little ineffective in the pass game. And he kind of struggles with staying consistent with the run game. Johnson has a good game here, 14 carries for 68 yards. But if you get that 14 up closer to 20, maybe that 68's closer to 98. And maybe you have another touchdown in there and you don't give the ball over to the Seattle Seahawks as much. But, man, you really got to give it to this defense um, he knows how to play great safety, and again, because he can recover so quickly, he's able to make some plays that you know most guys would not be the CPU wouldn't be able to make. And uh, you know, if if he just tricks you, right? Like <laughs> you think I got him in this play, I've got I'm going to hit him for the big play over the top, and, and then before you know it, his guy has auto recovered uh, very quickly, and, and he's able to get there. So that's my game of the week. That the Arizona Cardinals have put themselves in a really great position uh, long term in that NFC West, um, and that's a big victory for them, and two big victories back to back. Uh, against the Seattle Seahawks and again against my New Orleans Saints this week. Two-point victories, man, those add up, and uh, those go a long way in a 17-week season as we, we got here. Let's move into some predictions. We haven't got to do any predictions this year. Again, we're in season 84, and we're going to hop through and just give our predictions for each division and then give your bold pick for either the American Football Conference or the National Football Conference, whichever one we're talking about. We're going to talk about the AFC first. So let's start with it. 
Uh, let's give this your predictions for the AFC. Let's start at the east. We'll, we'll both go through the east, then we'll both go through west, north, south, and then we'll give our predictions of who we think is going to come out and represent the AFC in OMFL Bowl number 84. So let's start with the east. you got the Dolphins, Patriots, Jets, and Bills. How do you see this one playing out? Hopefully my mic sounds better now. I did turn the volume down just a little bit. Um, I I think this this division is awfully interesting. Uh, between the Dolphins and Jets, you have two proven teams. I think they both made the playoffs last year. I could be wrong. I, I can't remember. I know the I don't Jets know if the I don't game. know if the Dolphins made it last year. I could be wrong on that, but I don't. I think they had a down season last year. And I know the Patriots. You know they were in and out every yep. year, right there, and then they switched owners. Uh, and Rob. Rob, too. Uh, it's trying to figure out the Patriots. The Bills have been trying to incorporate the offense ever since the get-go here. Uh, trying to be unique. Trying to get something different out of that Bills team, which was a tough build to begin with. Um, in my opinion, I think this is still the Jets division. Uh, I hope, you know, Kevin and Rob don't take that personal. I think it's the Jets division until somebody proves them wrong. He started the season 0-2. He got the brakes blown off him against Chaotics Week 1. Um, then, like I said, the Bills upset him in Week 2, and he's won back-to-back games. He had a huge win against the Titans this week, um, which everybody knows the Titans, since he's come over the AFC, has been one of the probably the top team record-wise. I think he's only lost two games since he came over to the AFC, um, and they won that game, and I think this is where they turn around their season. I think it's the Jets win this division. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if you had a second team come out of this division. I'm not confirming that or calling that right offhand because, like I said, I think all your divisions this year are just really, really loaded. Um, but I do think this is the Jets division to win this year, and I do think the uh, Dolphins and Patriots could be knocking on his door. And I wouldn't sleep on the Bills. I don't think they're a pushover team at all. No. But, man, they play in a really, really tough division with these three teams above them. I think it's just a vision to lose in the AFC East, though. Yeah, I got, I'm got to go with the Dolphins here. And the reason is they're putting up 35 points a game already this season. They've clearly got some things figured out on the offensive side of the ball. Giving up 29, so that number's pretty high. But what made the Jets so good last year is their offense was putting up a lot of points, but their defense was shutting people down. And then, right. for some reason, he just decided to go a different route and start making changes and... Look, he's only scoring 22 points a game, and he's given up 30, and that's what his team's known for. Jason is known for that really great defensive game. Uh, the OMFL Bowl, I screwed it up, but those two guys played a sim game, and and I called it. It was one of the greatest games that I've ever gotten a call, uh, but he decided he needed to change things up for some reason, and I think it's affected him. Now, can he turn things around? Absolutely, but I like what the Dolphins are doing. They they seem to have gotten some things figured out. I think this is the Dolphins division. Patriots and Bills are wild cards in this division. The Jets can certainly turn it around. Would not shock me if two teams came out of this division. Would not shock me if the, the Jets turned things around and, and took back this division. But I, I, I worry that the, the Browns, who are 1-3, their only victory was absolutely demolishing the Jets. I mean, that's a st- tough way to start off your season. Uh, the Browns are only putting up 15 points a game, and I think they hung 30 on the Jets. I mean, that just speaks to there's some problems on the defensive side of the ball. Look, Kevin is not a perfect team. He's giving up way too many points. Um, he, he's got a good schedule so far. He's got two of those games at home that are two of his victories. Um, but, look, Defense travels. Offense usually doesn't. So you're going to have to get some things figured out. I do like the Dolphins. I think they're going to win the AFC East. 
Let's move over to the AFC West now. You got the Chiefs, the Raiders, the Broncos, and the Chargers. I'm gonna start this one off. You got the Chiefs at three and zero, Raiders at two and one, Broncos at two and two, Chargers at two and two. So this one is wide open to just about anyone. The thing I like about this one, though, is that the Chiefs have got that team built the way Maniac likes to build his teams. You do have to recognize, though, he's 2-0 and on the road already early this season. He's only given up 20 points a game. That's got to be in the top you know, 10 in this league so far. The Raiders are playing spectacular. They've only given up 21. They're scoring 31, uh, but they have struggled on the road at 0-1, and, and they are 2-0 and at home. Um, the Broncos are a little bit of a wild card, and I know that the Chargers have had a couple of speed bumps here. I know he dropped a big game against the Ravens this past week. He, he ended that one late by giving up a big quarterback run. Um, his problem, again, what Bill's known for is that defense giving up 28 points a game this year. He's going to have to get that number down. He's going to get a couple more points there in offense. I do like Maniac, though. I think this is going to be the Chiefs' division. Raiders are going to push him. Broncos have some FPR things that he's going to have to get figured out. I still think, though, defense travels, and when you're already 2-0 and early in the season on the road, that speaks and bodes very well for you taking your division. I don't think he'll go undefeated by any means, but I do think that this sets up well for the Chiefs to win this division. How do you see the West playing out? Well, like you said right here, this is a wide-open division. Uh, you got four really good teams. I mean, you got the Broncos with probably the best receiver in the league. One of the most explosive offenses when he's on his game. Um, the Raiders, another team right there who's one of the most – this is like the offensive juggernaut division right here. And I know it doesn't show right offhand because we know that the Chiefs and Maniac, we know what he can do. Uh, he's got some of the fastest receivers. So he's got a really good running game with uh, Henry. Um, he's got Mahomes at quarterback. He's played good so far. Uh, he's won three close games. Like I say, you can tell by his 24, 20, uh, points and points against. Um, so he's winning the close games. And I said, you got to win those close ones. It's 50, 50 games. You really want to come away with those close games. Uh, and Bill with the chargers, he's, he started out two and zero, and then lost two games back to back close games against me and against the Ravens. Uh, this division is wide open, but right now I ain't gonna lie to you. I don't care what maniac says. Maniac wants everybody to sleep on him. Uh, this is maniac's division to lose at this point. Uh, now, with that being said, all three, all four of these teams can win this division. But at this early point, I'm going to give it to the Chiefs because we all know Maniac and, and Maniac's internet problems when he has a stream. And But he's won two games on the road, which are, you know, literally when you have bad internet, it literally is like mm-hmm. having a home field advantage for the other team. Um, and he's won two of those games. <laughs> I wish he was here. He would lose his mind if he'd heard you say that. <laughs> but he uh, – I do think it's it's a telltale so far. I think he's slowly putting his team together. Yeah. He's kind of got him in place after this. I think this is third this is third season. I want to say that he yeah. took over the Chiefs. I want to call the Chiefs taking this division right now. I do think this is the division that will have two teams out of it. I think you can mark my words on that one. You got four teams right here that can scare any team on any given day. Yeah. But right now, I'm gonna give it to the Chiefs to take it with all three of these teams knocking down the door. But like I said, at this early stage, I'm going with the Chiefs. He's playing great football. Um, he's confident no matter what he says. Um, and he, like I said, he, he did pick up a, a new lineman, a new defensive end this week, even though he traded to the dark, dark side. Uh, uh. He did pick up two guys that, that are going to be contributors for his team. And I do think that he's just playing with such amount of confidence right now. And a confident maniac is a scary maniac. <laughs> 
I still hate him for it. Uh, your mic is much better, but still topping out on you. So maybe just come down a little bit more. While you work on that, we're going to swap over to the north. You got the Ravens, the Steelers, the Bengals, and the Browns. This this conference has been uh, owned, or not conference, I'm sorry, division, uh, has been owned by the Bengals for many, many, many years. Um, the Ravens have made some runs and then fell back last year because he wasn't around. The wild card to me was week one. The Browns come away with that big, big victory over the Jets and then disappear for a couple weeks. Again, uh, the Browns play magnificent. Top three defense in this league year in and year out, but he cannot figure out how to play offense and it hurts him. I mean, he's only putting up 15 points per game. You're not going to beat the Bengals. You're not going to win this division putting up 15 points a game. I don't care how good your defense is. you got to learn how to put up some points, and Chaotic has yet to figure that out. I still think this is the Bengals' division. And you say, well, how did you say that? The Ravens are at 3-1. and one. They're putting up 28 points. Yes, but they're also giving up 28 points. I know that the Bengals are down in their offensive numbers right now at 19 points a game, giving up a lot of points at 24 and the, the worrisome part for me is he's one and two at home. Um, he's going to have to figure that out. But, man, like you were saying a little bit earlier, until you dethrone the king, I got to go with the Bengals. Uh, the Ravens would not shock me if they can make a run. They can win this division. The Steelers are always kind of there. Um, he's a, a, little, a little hot and cold. Man, he's putting up a ton of points, 34 points a game so far, but giving up 31 points a game. Two and one on the road. You do like that from the Steelers. This is an interesting division. The Bengals, though, the last couple of seasons, pretty much all of Madden 19, start off real slow, turn it on late, then make a deep run into the playoffs. I got to go with the Bengals. How do you see the North playing out? Well, I think this is going to be uh, another, I hate to say wide open one, but if you look at the Ravens, uh, they've, they've, they've only lost to me so far this season. Uh, he's playing really great football. You look Humble brag. So, if he... Uh, um, the Bengals lost a close one last night to the Steelers. Uh, he always, the Steelers always seem to give Cincinnati problems. If he don't beat anybody in the league, he plays Cincy so well. Um, but like you said, he's always man, he's always been on the brink. He just can't get over that hill in that division. Uh, yeah. And then I went to the I looked at the Browns and the Browns. Like I said, Week One dropped thirty eight points on the Jets, beat the Jets thirty eight to three. It's no shot at Cly. It's all the you know I'm shooting all kinds of confidence and, and, and bragging on chaotic sound I thought he had broke out a 38-3 thought he broke out he found his offense he's always had a great defense and then he goes and loses 13-3 to to the Bengals I give him props he held the Bengals 13 points uh then he goes to the Patriots he loses 18-0 and then draws 20 points from the Steelers but I just don't I just can't understand 38 points and then you drop three points combined yeah. over the next two games Chaotix has always been fun to me. He's always been a great, great defensive guy. He just can't figure out the offensive side of the ball. Um, but he's always in the, in, the, in the thick of things in that division. I'm going to throw a wild card here. Uh, the Bengals have, have have held this division, held this division, held this division. I think this is the year that the Ravens take this division back. Yeah. And I'm putting fuel on the fire. I know since he's going to drop 50 points on me the next time we play for saying this. Uh but I, I do think this is the Ravens. The Ravens are playing really confident in football. He's got, he just picked up another running back in Le'Veon Bell. So he's got a two-headed monster. Golden was already a monster running back. Uh, and then, like I said, you put Bell with that. He's got one. That, and I know Bill is already – he's fuming over here when I'm going to talk about Lamar Jackson, what he can do running the ball and throwing the ball. Um, I think the Ravens got all the pieces here to be a great team and to win this division. I know the Steelers have a great quarterback. You know, he won rookie of the year last year or was in the running for it. He was a Pro Bowl quarterback playing great football. The Bengals, like I said, after the last season or two, their incivility, incivi invincibility cloak 
I'm stuttering here. <laughs> I haven't even started drinking yet either. Um, it's kind of wore off just a little bit. He's a little more vulnerable to his in-division rivals. But not taking anything away from him, I think somebody in this division could knock on the door for, uh, for a wild card spot. But I do think the Ravens um, – Sorry, you. Uh, <laughs> uh, You're supposed to ignore that, man. <laughs> I can't help it. I can't help it. Uh, the Raven, I think this is the Ravens' division this year. I think this is his year. He breaks out. He's put some pieces together. I think this is his year. I really like um, Puerto Rican nipple, and I like what he's got going on there. And I just think this is his year. He he has a chance to dethrone the Bengals. But like I said, all four of these teams are playing good. Steelers kind of go over the hump, beat the Bengals. Yeah. Browns, man, if you can just whatever you did week one. Build on that, and I think, you know, in our future podcast, we might have to change these predictions a little bit. But right now, I'm going with the Ravens right now. Now, now I'm going to lose you here pretty soon because you got to get off to work or, or some other stuff. And so I, we got to get through the rest of these predictions really quick. Let's go to the AFC South. This is your division, so I know you're probably not going to, you know, talk good about your team. But your Colts at 4-0, and Titans at 3-1, and and then the two head scratchers. Texans have yet to figure this out, which is a head scratcher. He's been there for a couple seasons now. He's really invested into that defense. But, man, he, he is not – He's not figured this thing out, man. Offense only 15 points a game. He's given up 25, way too much. And a larger head scratcher is the Jaguars at 0-4. Has Brady just stopped caring? 31 points on that defense. That is not Brady football at all. I, I have no clue what's up with that team. Flip-flop those numbers. That would be more like his team. Um, I see the Colts coming out on top. It just is what it is. Uh, the Colts are by far top three team in this league. Um, had a little bit of an offseason last year, getting bounced in the playoffs much earlier than I thought that they would. This is your division. Rob's going to push you over there in the Titans. Got a great running game, a pretty good defense. He's only given up 21 points per game. But I still think that this is your division. I look for this team to go maybe 15-1, and 16-0 would not shock me at all. I like the Colts coming out of this division. Now go ahead and tell me why I'm wrong. Okay, I don't want to feel like I'm rushing you. I got, I mean, I got 30, 40 minutes. That's just, I don't want to feel like I'm rushing you. Uh, but this division is, 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 is interesting. And I say this because the Jaguars. The Jaguars just fundle me, plays great football. But 31 points a game, like you said, is not very Jacksonville-like. Uh, I can't quite understand it. Uh, 0-4, and, and then the Texans, man, and Outlaws has such trouble since he came over to the AFC South. I think it's a different brand of football than the you know the NFC North is. Um, it's a lot more explosive. Uh, he's just having a hard time. That's a really tough team to take over, and I say that because there's a lot of money tied up in, in, in certain players that, to me, until you get them off the roster, you really can't fill the roster out. The, you know, the way you want to do it with, unless you just hit, hit, hit in the draft. But I do think this team, this division is a two-team race. I think it's the Colts, the Colts and Titans right now. Jaguars going to have to man four losses in this division. He might have already knocked himself out. I hate to say that, but you got, I mean, the Colts and Titans both teams last year won 12, 13 games, and and unless something happens, I don't see that changing this year. The Titans have played great football. He really should have won that game last night against the Jets. The Jets made a few mistakes very in the game that put the Titans in a position to to win that game, and he just quit, couldn't quite come up with it, thankfully. You know, I was cheering for the Jets. Um, no offense, Rob, but I've seen you cheer against me in the main chat before. Um, but I do think this division is going to come down to these two teams. Uh, right now, like I said, we play week five. I think week five will be a telling story on how this season's going to go. We play each other 4-0, 3-1 if he wins. Of course, he's the number one team in this division. Um, I think this ought to be really, really interesting. He has the best running back in the league, hands down. Ezekiel Elliott's fast, and he can run over people. Best running back in this league, hands down. And now he's got a user behind him that 
man, just takes it to a whole nother level. Um, if you, if you, but I will say, I think that whoever wins the head to head matchups between the Titans and Colts this year will win this division. And I'll leave it at that. Yep. I think it will be a really good division. Let's move over to the national football conference, the NFC, which has kind of been the powerhouse for a couple of seasons here. Now, um, let's start with the East. You got the Cowboys, Redskins, Giants, and Eagles. I know the Giants are going to be missing a few games. I I think with work and, and some travel situations, Redskins with a brand new owner, Rest in peace, Dawson. We still miss you and love you and, and hope that you come back one day. And then Massimo and his Cowboys at 3-0. and Sav and his Eagles, again, another team um, that's just struggling to get some things figured out for some reason. Only nine points a game, uh, which by far is the lowest in the league. And, and I can't figure out why. I, I know that he's very busy, but I'm really pulling for him to get some things figured out there because I know that he's trying. Um, I think that this is going to be all about the Cowboys. The Redskins will push them depending on how much the Giants will or won't miss. You know, they're always a team that you have to be, you know, aware of because, man, they can put it to you. Like, if you go in sleeping on the Giants, you're going to get your head knocked off. Uh, But the Redskins with this, uh, you know, taking over Dawson's team, this two-headed monster, he has it running back. He's got... Uh, you know, your old quarterback over there, uh, does he? Yeah, yeah, I think he's got Andrew Luck over there, who's also made a pit stop in, in Carolina. He's got the tools, and he's got 27 points for, only given up 21 points. He had a couple of rough games there, but definitely a team that will push the Cowboys. But, man, the, the Cowboys really have a lot of things figured out. I'm, I'm, I'm interested to see he's traded away my fantasy football players. I hate him for that. He's screwing up my fantasy football team. I think once we draft for fantasy football, those players should be locked. Uh, but he, he, I'm interested to see how does that affect his team. He's still putting up 31 points for it, but he did trade away Francis. I know he's trying to trade away his quarterback. So, like, things could go different here. Uh, but so far, so good. What do you see happening in the NFC East? Well, I, I think uh, this is the Cowboys division until proven wrong. I think the few games that the Giants are missing right now due to work, um, and we, we really miss you, Pepper. I really miss you going off in the chat. I just want you to know that. Um, I'm joking, of course. Uh, but the, I think this is the Cowboys division to lose. Uh, the Eagles. I, I laughed, but I had my, mute, my mic muted. I, 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 <laughs> we do miss you, Pepper, though. Real talk. We hate that you're working so much. And this division, you really can't afford to throw games away. And I'm not, you know, it's just one and two starting the season against the Cowboys. The Cowboys are trading away star players and still winning games. Uh, the Cowboys were a deep team to start off with, and he's just, you know, he's really built upon that. And uh, the Redskins, he's really trying to make the Redskins his own. He's picked up some big free agents in luck. He's picked up Earl Thomas. Um, and both those guys are paying dividends for him so far. He's got the coolest name for a running back in Ragnar. I think that's so cool. Um, but he, he's really running the ball. He's really playing well. It'll be a telltale. I think this is a two-man race. I think this is the Cowboys-Redskins division to, to fight over. I think Savante still figuring things out. He just traded away a running back and, and did get a second-round pick, if I'm not mistaken, for uh, Le'Veon Bell. Uh, maybe he's building, trying to get one last hoorah after this, you know, this one last run here. And the Giants, if, if Pepper comes back, engaged, ready to play after working so much, he could be a dangerous team. But I do think this is the Cowboys and Redskins division to fight over. And until somebody proves them wrong, it's the Cowboys division. Uh, he just, man, he just plays so explosive, has a lot of weapons, even with trading away your fantasy guy, Francis. And he's trying to trade away his quarterback. He's trying to say anybody that's in an expiring contract is trying to get traded off this team, just so y'all know. Um, but the Cowboys, until proven wrong, man, he just played great football. And if you look at this thing right now, he's the only undefeated one left. 
See, and with only honestly, with only uh, the Redskins fighting at him in this division right now, and I think the Eagles. I don't want to take that away from the Eagles. The Eagles come into a rough spot um, with Andrew leaving them. They were kind of built for Andrew. Yeah. They weren't really built for anybody else. And he's had a hard time really transitioning a lot of those old contracts over. Bell was on a huge, huge, huge deal when I think the Eagles could have used some of their money spread around with some of the other spots on that team. But right now it's the Cowboys and Redskins. And until the Redskins knock off and prove to me they can put the Cowboys on their back, this is the Cowboys division. Yeah, but like Outlaw, you've had a couple seasons. It's time to figure it out, and uh, you got to put up more than nine points. Let's move over to the a- NFC West. I'm sorry, the Cardinals, Seahawks, 49ers, Rams. Um, I'm the biggest Rams fan. I still believe in this team. I think he's playing. He's always much better than what his record shows. He, he's just in the toughest, one of the toughest divisions in our league, and you can't make mistakes in his in his division at all. And um, and he doesn't make many. Um, but he's not able to make enough plays to overcome those few mistakes. The 49ers and Cooley, that team was built really just for Rob, and Cooley has tried to turn that around. I still think that that team is going to push the Seahawks and the Cardinals, but I think he's another season away before he can really get that team built the way he wants them. And then the two-man race, Seahawks and Cardinals, I talked about them earlier. I'm going to stick with the Seattle Seahawks. Look, the Cardinals won two big games in the last two weeks, one point over the Seahawks, one point over the Saints, and that's impressive. 2-0 and on the road is impressive, but the the Seahawks are scoring 30 points and only allowing 24. Now, I know that the Cardinals are only allowing 18 and scoring 26. They're right up there, but I just think the Cardinals turn the ball over too much on offense. They don't stick with the running game enough, and if the Seahawks are going to do anything, they're going to stick with that running game. I still think that the Seahawks win this. A second team will come out of this division. I'll almost guarantee it. Uh, but I think this would be the Seahawks division in the NFC West. How do you see this playing out? Well, I do think the Cardinals beating the Seahawks, if I'm not mistaken, was a huge win. Uh, you know, that kind of gives them the tiebreaker going on so far. Uh, I think the Cardinals' only loss was to maybe the Falcons. I mean, I can pull it up real quick. Um, they lost to the Chiefs week one, if I'm not mistaken. Week one or week two. Uh, by a point. So, like I said, that kind of goes back to, you know, you win the It's crazy. Three-year games are one-point games. That's that's nuts. That's right. You got, you know, those 50-50 games. You hope you win more than you. And so far, he has. Um, Like I said, yesterday's game against you, he could just as easily have lost. If it wasn't for just a a heave, uh, a prayer heave at the end of the game that, you know, that you usually make a play on, he caught it and got in field goal range and kicked the field goal to win the game. Um, The Seahawks, like I said, I think, like I said, they're only lost to the Cardinals this year. Uh, they have beaten the Falcons, if I'm not mistaken, this year. So they've, they've, they've beat a tough opponent. Can never count the Seahawks out. He's got a loaded team. Um, he's, he's, I think he's probably the best overall rated team in our league. Uh, then the 49ers and Cooley. We know how Cooley is. Uh, Cooley is a great, great player. He's got to get his guys in there. Um, like I said, the 49ers were really built for Rob. Big Hurt. I'll, I'll, I'll change his name. We'll go Big Hurt. Um, and the 49ers, I think he's built. And he's trying to get a team in there. And crazy B-man in any other division. Uh, maybe I think he competes for this division, but man, he's so he, he's he just—it's one of the ones I always say you got to get over the hump, and he's never got over the Seahawks hump. He's never got over the Cardinals hump. He's just in a really tough division, a really tough spot. Even as good as he is, he knows he's got to play them guys four times a year. Yeah. Um, I think this division's the Seahawks until somebody proves me wrong, and I say that as in I think the Seahawks just grind it out. He's got the best, other than Ezekiel Elliott, he's got the best running back in the league. 
and Joey Martin. And Joey Martin's just been Mr. Consistent. Yep. Uh, he just runs it so hard. And Moe's got to the point where now where he doesn't have to pass but about 10, 15 times a game. He knows if he runs the ball and takes care of it, he's got a really great defense. Uh, probably better than his 24 points a game he's given up right now. He's going to shape it up. And I will say this, I think the Cardinals hang close all season. I was, I'm really anticipating that second matchup that they have. I think it'll be a really good one to watch. Uh, I think they play at Seattle this next time. No, they don't. They play at Arizona. So Arizona beat Seattle at Seattle. It'll be really interesting to see their second matchup. But I'm going to go ahead and say the Seahawks with that division right now. Cardinals breathing down their neck. And we'll see if, if you know, if, if he keeps playing those 50-50 games, how many of those can he keep pulling out? Yeah. to keep this record the way he is and, and to keep pace with those mighty Seahawks. I know we got about 15 minutes here before i got to let you go, so let's see if we can, we can hit the uh, home stretch here. There are no owner-submitted questions. A little disappointing. You guys have had four weeks to submit Very questions, um, and I even reminded you all, so no owner-submitted questions, so we're going to skip that segment. And let me also say this. Put Crazy in the NFC North. He's competing for a division title every single year. I just truly believe that. Um, he's just in a really tough division. So let's talk about that NFC North. you got the Bears, the Lions, the Packers, the Vikings. Vikings at 0-3, but he's been really busy with work. He's had a little bit of a crazy work situation that, that's hurt him. I do think that he'll get things figured out. Look, he was Tim was winning in Tennessee before he moved over. Uh, the Packers, we just talked to Priest. He thinks he's got some things figured out, was working on his playbook. Uh, double zero in the Lions. If he can ever stay out of his own way, he'll do just fine. And then Smash, um, who we've got some really – it's his own personal news, so I won't share it, but some really good news for him. I think that will help him be more focused on his team. But he's winning at 2-1 and one right now. Um, I – has such a tough division for me to call. This is going to be a, probably another 8-8 eight eight team. You just never know um, who's going to step up, who's going to fade away, what's going to happen with the Lions, are the Packers going to put it together, is Tim going to make a late run here. I, this is the toughest division to call, um, and because of that, I'll just stick with the Bears. I, they've probably the most consistent team all of Madden 19, 20 points for, 20 against, don't love it. I like the fact that he's two and zero on the road. Um, he's one and zero in the division. He's just—he's going to be consistent. He's not going to win like the games where he's the underdog most of the time. But he's not going to lose the games where you would expect him to. to he's not going to lose the games that you would expect him to win. If that makes any sense, like he's going to win right. those games. But he's, he's probably not going to beat the Seahawks. He's probably not going to beat the Cardinals, right? But he's, he's not going to lose right to the Rams. He's not going to lose to the Eagles, right? He's just going to be a pretty consistent team that he is what he is. Um, and you just never know if he's going to be able to make a late run. I like the Bears in the NFC North. What say you? I like that. What say you? I like that. I like that. That's very fitting for the NFC North. Um, I, I think this division is up in the air. I'm really disappointed. I know the Vikings have been working, but I'm really disappointed in all the firepower he bought this offseason yep. that he's only averaging 14 points a game. I don't know if any of those are the computer games. I don't think so. But One. One was. Get, one was. Okay, but you can't win giving up 36 points a game, but you're sure not going to win without a chaotic or double zero type defense. Nope. Uh, only scoring 14 points a game. Uh, the Packers, I, like you said earlier, I, said, I, hope we, I hope we see him turn that around. He's got, he's got to end him to beat anybody on any given day here when he's on his game. I've seen that. Priest has beat me, I think, twice since we, since I've joined the OMFL and the few times we've played. It always plays me tough. Plays really good defense. Um, if he can just rein Aaron Rodgers' arm in just a little bit, 
he'll he'll win some more games. Double it's zero. always been his problem though, right? Like he just can't yeah. stop turning the ball over. And the the one or two seasons, I think he had one season where he was a top three seed, I think, in the NFC. I want to say last Madden, and he ran the ball with good. If you remember good, how much he ran with him, and he that was his success. You ran the ball well and didn't turn it over, you win games. Uh, double zero, um, man, I think he's he's on the brink. And I'm gonna, and I'm gonna say this right now. I'm gonna make a really bold claim. I think double zero wins this division over the Bears this year. I think Smash is is playing great football. Smash is is really fit for this division. I know he's a Bears fan. And, uh, you know, and, and he's played Bears football. He's played good football. I think double zero, though, has got some pieces in place. And when he's not his own worst enemy, he wins games. If he can just stay out of his own head, he wins games. Yep. And I think Smash is a great opponent. I'm just going to make a bold claim. I'm going to say DBL and the Lions win this division. Uh, he's playing good football so far this season. He's playing really good defense. Uh, double zero, just stay out of your own head, and it's your division to win. And I would love to hear Smash. I can just hear him on the podcast right now. <laughs> Just, just loving this. But I'm going to go with double zero with the Bears knocking down his door. I think the Vikings are digging just such a big hole right now. Even though eight wins wins this division, that means, you know, he's got the he's really going to run the table and win a lot of games. And he's just got a lot to figure out right now. So I'm going to go with the Lions, and I'm cheering for you, man. You, I, I just I want to see you stay out of your own head and play good football. Yep, it's a tough conf- or tough division to call. And speaking of tough division, let's get to our last one. This is going to be a tough one to call, and I'll explain why. The NFC South, you got the Falcons, who were undefeated last year at 3-1, and one. Panthers and Saints both at 2-2, two and two, and the Buccaneers at 1-2. and two. The Buccaneers are another team a lot, like crazy. Like He's a very good player. He's much better than his record shows right now, and you're in a dogfight each and every time you play him. Look, he's scoring 28. He's allowing 28. That shows right there. Those games are close. He's not getting beat out, and he's just got those really tight, close games. Same with the Saints and Panthers, both tight games. Here's my caveat, and that is that the Falcons' work and travel may take him out of a lot of games, and he may have to be CPU'd, and you just never quite know what's going to happen there. CPU is you know not unbeatable as it has been in the past but not an easy give me win um so who knows what's going to happen here um look the the guy is pretty unstoppable he's just one of those teams that you got to play a perfect game against and uh, it seems like he doesn't have to play a perfect game he's still going to win and just makes it really tough if the falcons are around they're going to win this division again if he's not i'm I'm pulling for the panthers uh colin really had some things figured out uh, you know I didn't rob him, but I felt like I kind of robbed him because we all had thought the Panthers were going to get in, and because of the way our breakdown went, I, I snuck in. I wasn't expected to get in, and so much so where like I felt wrong about playing the CPU, and I just let it sim, and I ended up taking a sim loss in the playoffs. Um, I think the Panthers are going to make another run here. They've got a really good team, a new quarterback that's kind of leading the way there. If Colin can keep from turning the ball over. And now that I think about it, I, I totally forgot about this. Colin's actually gone for like the next three weeks. Yes. So that may actually throw this for a loop, man. So there's really no telling who's going to win this division. <laughs> Whoever's around more, the Falcons or the Panthers, that's who's going to win this division. What do you think is going to happen in the NFC South? Well, you just pulled the ultimate uh, Dwayne move. You didn't talk about your to say that you're not giving yourself a chance. I do want you to tell me what the username of Buccaneers is. Is it Little Koch? Or, <laughs> I don't, I don't somebody, somebody said Little Cock the other day. It's not Little Cock. I think it's Little it's, Coach. I could be totally cock. wrong. Oop, what happened there? Don't come back here. Uh, I could be totally wrong, but I think it's I think it's Little Coach. 
It's not. It is Little Koch. I, I guess. Like Little Koch. You might be right. It's definitely not Little Cock. I know that's not it. So we can definitely go. Let's mark that one off the list. It's not that one. <laughs> so we keep going to go with Little Cock. We're going to go from PG-13 to rated R. Uh, but this division is, when everybody's here, this division fights to the nail, and they just beat each other up. And you have the Falcons, who probably have the number two team overall-wise in our, in our whole league. You got the Panthers, who we know what Colin is. We know what he can do when he's engaged we know what your saints can do your saints could just as easily be three and one right now um the bucks like I, said, I haven't played the bucks personally and i can't lie to you i haven't watched a lot of his games but he's, he's fought tooth and nail like i say his, his points four points against 28 28 i haven't looked at his schedule i would like to look at it real fast three games on the row so he, you know sitting at one and two he plays really great defense a lot like maniac solid run game efficient passing game really great defense he's tough to play well, see, yeah, like you said, he, he beat the Panthers 24-6. That's a huge win. Huge yeah. win goes towards that division. He hangs tight with the Seahawks 37-22, and he loses to the 49ers 41-38. He's already played his bye week. He's got the Bengals or the Eagles. I, the way they got the ske- season schedule at Daddy League. Yeah, I don't like it. Uh, but he got the Eagles or Bengals, which is two whole different ball games right there coming up. He did pick up Chance Francis from the Cowboys. I think that's a big pickup. This yep. very underrated receiver who's not a speedster, but just a huge body who has led the league in touchdowns, I think, like two out of the last three seasons or some, something of that nature. But I just think in this division, like I said, I know he's played all three games on the road. But like I said, if the Falcons and Panthers are fixing to be gone, give or take, I know the Falcons was a really close game against the Bengals when they DC'd last game, and then the, the sim happened, and is a, just a crazy blowout win for the against the Bengals, but that game was close. He could just as easily be two and two right now. Uh, I think this division is up in the air. I think if if Collin is not here to play, I really can't can't really bank on the Panthers winning if he's going to miss three or four weeks. And just same way with the Falcons, if he misses, I don't know how many weeks you said he might miss or how much he might be gone. But if you let the Saints sneak in there and hang close and you know get a game or two late on these guys, it could just very easily be the Saints division. I think this is a three-team race, and that's not to knock against the Buccaneers. I just think the Buccaneers are still trying to get his team in place, and you just—that's a juggernaut division, almost like the NFC West. You got three teams here that can win this division and win it all and fell crown out of this single division with the Saints, Panthers, Falcons. Uh, I think whoever's here the most, like you said, I think you can honestly give the Saints this division just because I think these other guys missed the division. Uh, he can play with these teams when they're here, and he'll beat their computers when they're not here. So. I'm going to make a wild card, and, and Nate's going to call me crazy. I'm going to say the Saints are going to be here with the Falcons and Panthers being gone. I think he gets a two of their game lead on these guys, and then they fight back. But I think the Saints win this division. It's so hard. Uh, I've been really concentrating on not turning the ball over, and then I, I promptly throw four picks to just the crazy <laughs> Cardinals defense. And, um, yeah, I lost Kamara week one. I, I lost a starting center week one. Uh, I lost a yeah, pass rushing defensive end week one. And, and it just really has thrown me for a loop. And, um, yeah, I got a lot to figure out. I like my team. But, man, those Cardinals and Panthers and Bucks, those are, those are tough teams to compete with. Really quickly, because I know we need, a, we need to find a stopping point for you here very fast. Give me who represents the AFC and NFC in the bowl game. Don't have to give me a winner, but who do you think makes it to the bowl game from both of those conferences? I'm going to throw a wild card on the NFC. I'm going to throw a real big wild card. I think this is the year that the Cowboys make it back. And I know that might sound crazy, but he's just he just got the – he's good on the sticks. And, and I will say this, and I know we're trying to make it quick. There's five or six teams in the NFC that can make it. I think you got three out of the South. 
I think you got two out of the West. I think you got probably two teams after watching one of the NFC East teams. I think you got one, two teams out of there. I think you got seven. You might even you could throw like the Lions or the Bet Smash as a way way wild card. But I'm gonna go with the Cowboys as a crazy pick, and I say this as in I think the Cowboys. He's played really good football this year. Even with trades and his guys off, he's played really good football. He's took care of the football. Um, he's, he's had a really good running game. Um, I, I think the Cowboys are going to be my crazy pick for the NFC. And I, you know, and, I, and I don't really like to emphasize the word crazy. I just say crazy because I think that you could probably come up with two or three different teams other than the Cowboys that could win it. And, I, like, and, I, and I'll say that there's seven teams in my mind that can win out of the NFC. Um, and I'm going to go with the Cowboys. And the AFC, let me go back. Daddy Leagues is throwing me for loop again. The AFC, in my opinion, you have about six teams right off hand that could easily make it. I think it's, this is the most wide open. I'll just say this: this is the most wide open that OMFL has ever been. I don't. If you disagree with me, agree with me. No, I agree. I think this is the most open we've ever been. And I know people talk about. I want to say Outlaw likes to talk about. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for, Nate? Um, parody. Just parody. Yeah, parody. Yeah. Parody. Uh, we've had four different champions in four years. Yeah. I think I don't know if you get much better than that. And I think that it's more wide open than it's ever been, even with the Falcons being dominant, the Seahawks being dominant. Uh, like I said, Cincy's a little more human than he's ever been. And I will say this, congratulations to Cincy. He just had a, a baby the other day. I didn't I know, know that. He, yes, he just I, – I have him on Facebook, and he just had a newborn child. And So I, I'll give him a break on losing this game. I'll that, give you a break. That would explain a lot. Um, so congratulations, Cincy, on the, the newborn child. Um so we'll give you a little break. You'll probably come back with a vengeance now. But we'll go to the AFC. Um, the AFC, I think you've got plenty of teams to do it. I'm going to call the Titans. I think this is the year the Titans don't lose against me in the playoffs. He played super dominant last year. He's taken these Titans to another level. Tim had a good start. Rob's only – Big Hurt's only built on it, and he's built this Titans team into just a juggernaut. He lost a tight one against the Jets, but we know you can't look down on losing to the Jets. Um, I think the Titans come out of the AFC – I think he's just man. He's just a scary, scary team with Zeke in the backfield. Uh, he 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 really kills me with his defense because he mixes it up very different from most teams. You know, most teams and that you might back me up on third and sixteen. They play really conservative, and I'm one. I like to play conservative, either a man defense, a cover two man, or like a cover four, or something like that. This rascal will all out blitz you on third and fifteen and make you make a quick play. And it really throws me for a loop every time. And I'm going to go with the Titans just because I think he, he's, he's different in the AFC and he's proven that he can knock down any team in the AFC. Titans versus Cowboys will be one hell of a home and matchup. Yep, I'm going to keep my comments pretty short and sweet. I think it's Colts and a rematch with the Seattle Seahawks. I was a little torn between another team and the NFC. Look, I, I was, I'll tell you right now, I thought the Cardinals may do it. Um, it. They've been impressive, but I don't know that one-point victories in the regular season are going to pull off into the playoffs. And I think what makes him so dominant is that off, or that defense, I should say, I don't like his offense. I don't like the efficiency of his offense. I don't like the Cowboys and the trades that they've made. I think that's going to come back to backfire them. The Seahawks are going to play consistent. And you're going to, it's going to take more than one point to win it in the playoffs against the Seahawks. We're going to see a rematch between uh, D. Wayne and Moe of the Seahawks uh, with the Colts and Seahawks and OMFL Bowl 84. And uh, we'll see how that plays out. Let's get to our two-minute rant while you're kind of thinking for a second before we wrap it up. I'll give you mine, and it's going to be what it always is, FPR. That's right, the three initials that drive me insane. FPR, I really wish I would find somebody to take FPR from me so I didn't have to worry about it. But, 
I do have to worry about it right now. FPR is driving me insane. When we get late in a Madden cycle, we always get the same old, same old. Guys understand what works, and they lean on it way, way, way too much. And even when they try not to lean on it, when things get tight or close or in a big game, they lean on it again. So we're talking about post routes. We're talking about closed and bunched formations with drags out of those formations. We're talking about fullback dives. We're we're talking about you know uh, cover three on or cover one on first down, followed by cover three or all out blitz on second down and cover three on third down. Like it's the rinse and re repeat the the two plays that we see over and over and over and over that are way abused are cover one defense and cover three defense uh, those just those two plays are just a used too many times too often uh, the occasional owner from time to time will abuse the cover two zone concept uh, that's a rarity I, I will find a few owners that abuse that a little too much but we got to clean up the fpr I do like so far this season, uh, I'm leaning. I'm, I'm forcing guys, if you submit a bad FPR, I'm coming at you and I'm asking for time stamps. I just, we don't have the time any longer. And if you're going to help this league be very good in FPR, then you got to go watch your own film and give me time stamps. And I'm seeing a lot more time stamps so far. And there's a few of you who I've messaged several times. And if you don't send time stamps, we're not going to watch the film and you're going to have to own uh, whatever your reasonings are. So, um, and another little rant um, and I'm looking at you Mo if you're going to call somebody out on FPR then at least know the damn rules yourself because some of uh, I got called out on a rule that's not even a rule lately so if you're going to call somebody out on a rule you may want to go back and make sure that's actually a real rule uh, before you start messing with people's FPR averages calling them out on something you just made up in your own mind because you're in way too many leagues that you probably should be so uh, that's a little bit of a rant for me. Clean up the FPR. Let's watch the Bunston Ford closed formations on offense with the slants and the drags out of that. Um, like, you guys know when you're leaning on stuff. Every third and long, you know a post route's coming, right? Every every second and short, every third and short, it's either going to be a fullback dive or some kind of, you know, closed bunched formation with a drag out of it, right? Like, just clean it up. Um, don't be quite so lame. And, uh, yeah, let's just do better. And then on, on defense, learn to call something outside of cover one and cover three. There, there's a zillion other plays. Mix it up um, and, and just do better. So what's your rant as we close up Press Pass Live? Well, you know what really grinds my gears is guys trading Mo first-round picks. I'm joking, Maniac. I'm joking. I just tried to throw that in there. Just It, it drives me insane. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Sorry, Maniac. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, but for real, though, on the FPR um, feedback forms, man, if you don't leave timestamps, man, it was just we're, – we're kind of down. When I say down, you know, Dawson was huge. I mean, Dawson didn't get the credit on, on – he watched a lot of tape, um, and, and watching tape is real time-consuming. If you don't give us timestamps, man, just you can't just generalize FPR and expect us to sit there and watch a whole game for a few plays. I think I don't think you know sitting there, and I'm all for. It, and Nate, Nate even got on to me about leaving feedback forms this year. We got to leave our feedback forms, um, but you got to give us something to work with too. Mm -hmm. You can't just expect us to watch the whole game. Uh, sit there, and watch your game. If you know where it's at, I watched a game earlier this year or earlier this this weekend where I seen the guy screenshot, and I guess you can. Uh, I guess PlayStation Network shows when they do a PlayStation snap of the play. And I'm, I'm sure he was marking his plays to to go back and feedback. And that's all we ask. Give us some stuff. Yep. to go by instead of having to watch the whole game. Um, and kind of like Nate says, you know, 
post routes on deep routes, drags on third and two. And I'm not saying that I haven't ever ran a drag on third and two. Yeah, it's, it's not that you can't do it. Just don't do it all the time. Right. It should not be a go-to play. Or, or don't do it in like, you know, a, a 12-12 game with two minutes to go in the fourth quarter. Now I'm going like bunch ma- bunch formation drag routes and post routes. Okay, my rant's over. I'm sorry. <laughs> Nate will have a lot more rants than me. Let's just say that. Rightfully so. But Nate has a lot more rants than me. I, I thought we're doing better. I, I haven't looked at the FPR feedback form in, in probably a couple of days. So I, I don't know if anyone's popped up, but I thought FPR began a little bit better. Like I said, I know guys are starting to figure it out. Guys get thirsty. I get that. Hey, we're you know we're coming about three fourths away through a cycle. Guys want to win, and I, and I get that. Um, just stay true to your FBR, and kind of like he said, hey guys, you gotta. And I understand guys playing different leagues here. You should know our our league rules are not real complicated. There's yeah. not a we don't we don't we do really honestly do not. After I've seen some different leagues, we do not have a rule book that you have to sit in front of you on a computer it's not that hard it's pretty simple and i do think i will say this i do think as a league we've gotten better at the safeties crashing i think he's like so you still have a few guys doing it but it's not near as bad as it was last year yep. or last season i think as a whole guys are doing a lot better on that one um other than that man i really don't have a rant i'm really excited to see where this goes like i said earlier i think the parody in this league is is better as, as wide as it's ever been. I think you have a lot of teams that can win, and I'm really excited to see where we go. And and as far as this weekend, as as this season goes, I'm excited to see what happens. And uh, I guess we'll be back next, you know, within a week and do another press pass live for y'all. Yeah, I hope we can get back to it this Saturday and uh, get back on track of our normal stuff. Content is a, another thing. I won't rant on it, but man, really lacking on content. I know it's getting summertime, and guys are going to start being focused with other things, but we got to get back to the content. A couple of quick shout-outs before we get out of here. Our partners over at Overtime Heroics, they got their brand-new website up. Please go support them, and They helped us do uh, a giveaway not too long ago, um, and Jason, our Jets owner, was able to win a $20 gift card. Mm-hmm. Um, they got a brand-new logo. The website's up. Go sign up to their forums. This is a – oh, that's not working. I don't know why that's not working. I'm going to have to figure that out. Oh, they're going to have to figure that out. It's not my website. But uh, it is a – website for sports talk um oh it's down for maintenance there you go that's why it's not down anyway go check out overtime heroics go talk over there they're going to be big partners of ours that help do some giveaways and then our xbox one partner sodden bowl i love their website um, go support them if you know anybody that plays on xbox a couple of guys i think here actually play on both and uh, may even play over there i could be wrong about that but there are partners anytime we get um, some friends that are only on xbox since we're a playstation only community uh, we're going to send them over to sodden bowl they've got great content so make sure you go support them and then where you can find us as always daddyleagues.com forward slash omfl Oh, that reminds me. I probably should talk about our buddies at Daddy Leagues and League Crawler. Really quick, let me do that. DaddyLeagues.com. If you're a Madden League and you don't have a Daddy Leagues website, then shame on you. You need to be a part of the Daddy Leagues movement. And then our other buddy, this dude's so amazing, over at League Crawler. Look, if you're an owner, you can find great leagues here. You can also rate leagues that you've been experiencing. Or if you're a commissioner, you can rate owners, and you can find out what good owners are out there. We support both of these websites every time that we advance. We're posting on their forums. Uh, this is just two amazing, amazing websites, leaguecrawler.com, daddyleagues.com. 
Go support those. Now we can get to where you find us, daddylease.com forward slash OMFL. You can check out our website there. Our main website where all of our leagues are, grownfolksoc.com. This is a PlayStation 4 only community. We have seven Madden leagues, I think. Um, We also have a Grown Folks Wrestling League, a football club, which has been pretty quiet this year, Uh, a golf league, which Mo does a great job with, a PUBG clan, which is just off the chain. It's just crazy how many people are playing this Red Dead redemption h1z1 technically even though those guys have all moved over to PUBG, call of duty there's just all kinds of stuff that you can find there's also a major league uh, league that's back a 2k group that still plays from time to time so go check us out on grownfolksoc.com and then our twitch or twitch listen to me twitter grown folks oc go give us a subscribe a follow our youtube page youtube.com forward slash c forward slash grown folks online community our twitch is the same it's the same thing grown folks oc go give us some subscribes some follows we'll do it right back and that's it we finally got another show we've been itching to get a show in and we were finally <laughs> able to do it thank you so much d wayne for making time thank all of you guys for tuning in this week like our 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 videos there's the word i'm looking for like and subscribe to our videos we appreciate the support the love and we'll try our very best to come back this saturday Uh, hopefully we get back to that morning schedule it seems to work really good so we're going to try to get back to our normal schedule but for d wayne for all the leadership here in the omfl thanks so much for tuning in have a blessed week god bless you we'll see you next time peace later guys